Welcome to Darren Daily On Demand, your most trusted resource to help you become better every day. Here's your success mentor, Darren Hardy. Well, good morning, Darren Daily friends. So this morning, I'm going to answer a question from Blaine Richards, who sent his question in from Howard, Wisconsin, which I understand is part of the great Green Bay Metropolitan. Blaine asked, how do you identify those who have potential to grow into leaders? Okay, well, I would say first off, Blaine, we define a leader pretty much the same way we define a hero. A leader is an ordinary person put into an extraordinary circumstance who chooses then to step up and take action. So the first thing that you need to do, Blaine, is to see if you have a leader on your hands, and that is to test their mettle. Toss them into the deep end of the pool and see if they swim or sink. Place them in an extraordinary circumstance. Give them a big project, an important responsibility, something that is way above their current experience, way above their level of comfort and their assumed capability. And then see if they choose to step up and take action. See if they rise to the occasion and see it through. Or do they sink? Do they shrink under the weight of the great challenge? There's really no personality test that will vet this out for you. There's no interview question that you could ask that will identify whether or not they've got it or not. It's kind of like identifying seals. No matter how many written tests their recruits pass beforehand, no matter how many pre-training interviews they go through, still 73 to 75% fail to complete BUDS training. Why is that? Well, it's kind of like what Mike Tyson said. Everybody is tough until they get punched in the face. You'll only know somebody's true metal after they get punched in the face. So you have to throw them into battle and watch how they respond when the bullets go whizzing by their head. All of you probably know that my dad was a university football coach. And one of the reasons my dad was more successful than most in his position, even so young in his career was, he was a great recruiter. He was good at spotting great players that others missed. He didn't use the methods other recruiting coaches use. He never looked at their combine type stats, their 40 sprint time, their bench press max, or their vertical or broad jump. He only wanted to see film of them in what he called the moments. The moments are those moments when a player gets hit. The moment the player thinks he's about to get hit and the moment the player is delivering a hit. He said, it is in that moment when you see their backbone and you see into the depths of their psyche and character. In those moments, he said, he could see who they really were and how they most likely would be their entire football career and whether they would have one or not. He used to say, you can't really teach backbone and metal. You can only test it to see if they have it. If they have it, then you can teach skills. You can refine skills. You can grow many of the rest of what it takes to be a great player. So Blaine and everybody else, it starts with when someone is put into an extraordinary circumstance, do they step up and take action? Or do they shrink from the challenge? Frankly, I think all great success comes down to the moment. I often cite a conversation with Richard Branson when Richard was asked, do you think luck has played any part in your success? And Richard answered, yes, of course, we are all lucky. If you live in a first world country, you are lucky and luck surrounds all of us every day. He explained, I have not been any luckier or unluckier than anyone else. The difference is when luck came my way 
I took advantage of it. You see, there it is. When placed into an extraordinary circumstance, Sir Richard stepped up and took action. I test the mettle of my team all the time. I think we are all leaders. As a social tribe species, we're all influencing each other all the time. The question is, at what level of influence and leadership? I'm continually giving different members of my team projects and challenges and opportunities that are way above their current level to see if they step up and step into it or not. Many do, which is why someone like Kylie, who started out as a social media coordinator, then executive assistant, and is now co-chief and VP of operations. And I continue to toss them projects and responsibilities above their level of experience and comfort to see if they will step up and rise further. Others I have done the same with, offered similar opportunities to face extraordinary challenges. And, you know, many talk a good game. They said they were ready and that they would be great, but when the bullets started flying, they retreated. And that's okay. Leadership wasn't for them, or at least not at that time. We just moved them back to a producer role so that they can do their great work instead of a leadership role driving the production of other producers.